Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stay for the D podcast. I'm your host, Yesenia. And again, it's been a long time since the last time I sat here and did this. And I told you guys I was not going to make any promises on a schedule of like when I was going to upload or what that was going to look like because I didn't know. And here we are. I think it's like a month later. I don't know. Something like that. (sighs) Anyway, today is September 29th. So we're we're nearing the end of September. And I knew at some point this month I wanted to be able to do an episode um, about self-care and mental health um, because September is actually Suicide Awareness Month. It's actually self-care awareness as well. So... I feel like a lot of these things tie in together, right? You know, they people tell you, take care of your mental health and do all that self-care stuff so, you know, you can be in a good place and hopefully you know, we don't see the... How do, I, how do I put this? Hopefully we don't see, you know, things get to the point where you feel like you you're gonna harm yourself right um if we're talking mental health I feel like my mental health was not in a good place for a really long time and unfortunately a lot of that was centered around my job people that know me personally know what I do for a living. It is a very high stress job. It requires you to just be on your toes all of the time. You never know what to expect. It's it's intense. Um, You work with you know individuals that have experienced a great amount of trauma and it kind of gets to a point where you see so much craziness on a daily basis that you start to absorb all of it. Um, It's the kind of job where you're off at five but you're not quite off because your brain doesn't fully disconnect from it you're still thinking about the tasks that you have to do the next day you could be in the middle of eating dinner and you're like oh my god I forgot to do that one thing let me not forget that tomorrow I got to do that first thing in the morning it just you never fully disconnect and so I found that this job was starting to really stress me out. Um, It was making me anxious, angry, bitter. It just, it wasn't healthy. Like, I was doing so well in it for so long. It it was easy for me to separate work and personal life. Like, I'm here from 8 to 5. From 5 to 8, that's my personal time. I'm not 
working any extra I'm not gonna think twice about it like it's gonna get done within the hours that I work I'm not I'm not stressing about this and then COVID hit and then I worked from home for several months and then it was hard it was like now there is no separation between work and home I work at home but I adjusted to that then I went back to work and when you're back in work at the height of a pandemic like mm, this is not quite over and with the job that I do it required a lot of interaction with the public and going to people's homes so you're telling me I have to go back into this and we still don't even know what COVID is like this was in the summer of 2020 we still don't know what COVID is the workload that I had went up significantly um and then I felt unsupported by management at my job. You know, my direct supervisor was great, but I just didn't feel like the people above her that were helping make decisions were really supportive and understanding of like, I think I know my job pretty well, and if you're asking me to assess something, this is what I'm coming up with. And they, like, it felt like I had no backing and... It was like, well, then why am I being tasked with this if you're not trusting what I'm saying? It just, it became, it became difficult and overwhelming and I saw the stress get to me again. So I took a leave of absence and conveniently while I was on my leave, I got COVID. So my time off was supposed to be for me to be able to relax and pull myself together so that hopefully I can go back and do my job effectively and then I got sick so it wasn't really a break and I went back just into the same nonsense you know like none of it changed and I got to a point where I just like hated hated going to work I hated the drive I hated getting there being there just none of it was fulfilling or making me happy anymore and like I said it started to turn me bitter you know with the amount of work that I had to do and the amount of pressure that I was under you you just aren't happy and then you become angry when people around you are happy like the hell are you smiling about what the hell is so funny like why am I hearing laughing and socializing like I got work to do and I was I was like I hate the person I'm becoming I became not fun to be around I was losing friendships relationships because people were tired of hearing about my job people were tired of hearing how tired I was how stressed I was like oh you had a rough day at work well you didn't see what I saw you didn't have to deal with what I had to deal with and it's like (laughs) who wants to deal with that so all in all, I was extremely unhappy for at, at least a year. 
at least a year. And last week, I finally said I'm not going to do this anymore, and I, I gave my resignation from my job. I actually gave a pretty good chunk of time, like notification. I didn't give a two weeks, I gave like a month. Um, so my last day is October 15th. And I thought, maybe I'll take it back. Like, maybe I'll be like, you can't do this. You need to stay at this job. You need this job. But no. The more I think about it and the more I weigh through things, no. I don't need it. Somebody told me today, you can't put a price on your peace. And that really stuck with me because, yeah, my job pays and honestly not great but well enough that you know I have a home and I can pay all of my bills and maintain my life um but all of that is for nothing if I'm miserable so I'm like I'm I'm sticking with it I gotta go and it's crazy how much relief I felt in that in just knowing, like, I'm not going to do this much longer. And I'm, I'm saying all of this to say, like, again, we're talking about September being, you know, about self-care. That was my biggest move for my self-care. Because my job would try to tell us so much, like, it's all about self-care, like, take time for yourself and do this and do that, and these are things that you can do for your self-care in five minutes, in ten minutes, twenty minutes, like, no. Because, unfortunately, I was in a job position where it's like, when do you expect me to actually do that, though? You're trying to tell me the importance of self-care, but I have such a crazy workload, I don't even have the time to do any of that because if I do it if I say I need a day off for self-care and I come back after like some crazy thing happened you guys are gonna look at me and be like well why weren't you here to handle your stuff um I don't know because maybe I was trying to protect my mental health maybe because I wanted time to myself to be able to come back and do this job effectively but all right whatever so for me that step is saying like I'm not gonna do this taking care of me means I can't do this and for so long I held on because I was like no like it's not that bad like there's rough days but it's it's gonna be okay but it, ne- it never quite was. Like, it would get better, but it wasn't a good day. <laughs> and I, f- I finally had to admit to myself recently that part of me stayed and held on to the job because it sounded good. You know, because I'm somebody that needs validation all the time. And in some strange way, I felt like I was getting that when I would tell people what I did for a living. When I was able to be like, oh yeah, like I have a degree in this and this is my job. And people would be like, oh my gosh, it takes a special person to do that. It must be really rewarding. Do you enjoy it? 
And that, like, for some reason, like, made me feel good, which is, like, such a shitty reason to keep a job. Like, oh, because it sounds good to other people? Who cares what other people think? Who cares, honestly? Like, you don't pay my bills, and you don't go and work the job for me. So, who cares? Yeah, I'm leaving this. Yeah, I can admit, I can't do it anymore. I can't handle it anymore. It's crazy. (laughs) you know in the last year I also like I like I engaged in so much unhealthy behavior which I realized was self-harm like I would try to switch it like fuck it it's my life you know like I can do what I want and I'm having fun so I kind of like flipped it in my brain like this is good for me but no it, it was bad it wasn't it wasn't good at all. Like, I used to go to the gym a lot and, like, just be up on my physical health. And then I stopped doing that and I started drinking again. And I started being out late and up late, you know, drinking on a Tuesday night, knowing I had work at 8 a.m. the next day and being up until 1 or 2, drinking and then being like, all right, you know, a few hours of sleep is all I need, and then I'll go to work, and then I'll be all right. It's just, it wasn't, it wasn't good for me. Um, unfortunately, like, admitting that I was engaging in very unhealthy, like, sexual behavior. I'm all about, like, sexual health and reproductive health, and yet I was engaging in high-risk behaviors. You know, I was, sleeping with different people and not using protection and just doing whatever and it wasn't smart um I became like really desperate for validation and for love in a weird way like somehow if I had somebody care about me in a relationship it was gonna make everything in life better And because I pushed so hard for that, I found myself involved with someone who was manipulative and verbally abusive, who then sexually assaulted me. And then flipped it in a sick way of making it seem like I was begging for that. When I told him afterwards, this is what you did to me, and you were hurting me, and I was crying in pain. And he's like, no, you're, you, I was putting a hurting on that pussy. Like, something like that, just so inappropriate and gross. And then went and told people, because he, I mean, he wasn't stupid. He very much was was educated and in tune and like used that shit against me so like knew the trauma that I had been through knew I really was yearning for someone to care about me and threw that back at me afterwards was like oh she's just some crazy bitch that's so desperate for somebody to love her so not only did you rape me but then you did that (laughs) okay so I, I experienced that, um, 
And then because I felt like I wasn't worth anything to anybody, it got worse. I just... Then I slept with someone else that he knew that was his friend and thought that I could start a relationship with that person, forgetting that that person only hooked up with me because they knew they could, because I was going to do, I was that girl. And it was shitty. And then... (laughs) I told myself I was done with that. I wasn't going to do that. Like, if these people didn't want me, I was going to figure my fucking life out. So, went out on a limb and was like, I'm going to buy a house. <laughs> like, let me get approved for a mortgage loan and start looking. And then I was in the home buying process and I was like, shit, what did I do? Like, yes, it was a good thing. It was like a positive step forward in my adult life. But I only moved through that and like decided to go ahead and do that because of all the trauma I had experienced due to the behaviors I was engaging in because I was so fucking overwhelmed and stressed in my life. So I was looking for something to make me feel better which then traumatized me, and then I was like, fuck this stuff, can I, let me figure something else out, uh, buy a house, like, (laughs) like, yeah, okay, it's a good thing, but it came from a very shitty place, (laughs) like, I was in a shitty place, oh, man, man, And this is all stuff, like, I've really thought about and I've come to realize. And so, like I said, I I had to eliminate one thing because I'm finally in a good place personally. Like, I've met someone good for me. I mean, things aren't always great, right? But it it never is. You're going to have your moments. And... I feel happy and fulfilled in that part of my life. I feel like I'm maintaining friendships in a healthy way. You know, like I'm I'm communicating with people and I'm up on it and I actually have the energy to talk to people and be around them. I I pulled myself out of a depression that I didn't even realize I was in. Um, you know, I started actually bringing my home together. Like, I bought my home in December of 2020, and realistically, I hadn't done anything with it at all. <laughs> like, there was really only furniture in my home. So, in like August, July and August, I finally started decorating my home. I finally started getting just cute home decor and putting up picture frames and watching it all come together and it brought a different feeling to my home. It it brought life to it in some weird way and it made me feel good. I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm getting somewhere with that. Um, I have two bedrooms in my house, so one of them I consider my home office 
and I started putting up fun stuff in here. Like, I got um, a shelf that kind of has, like, little cubby sections, and I put, like, my Funko Pops in there, and, like, stuffed animals that hold sentimental value to me, candles, like, just anything that was, like, display-wise to me fun and cute, and I put it all up, and it it made it made me feel good again like it was just something fun and i was just i then i started to think about it and i'm like i really lived in this house for like 8 months and didn't do shit with it and i was like fuck like how how far am i going to let things go you know, so when I, when I finally started picking up on things that were making me happy and making me feel good, I was like, I'm not, I'm not stopping there. I want to keep focusing on me. I picked up crafting recently, which is honestly the most random fucking thing because it's not something I do and I never felt like I was a creative person. But one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to make myself like a Halloween themed wreath. And then I really liked how it came out and I posted it and someone was like, would you make me one? I'll pay you. So now I'm like over here in a fucking wreath business. Like now I'm the wreath lady or something. (laughs) And it's become honestly something that I get so excited about. And I just really enjoy it. Like I love going to the store and getting more stuff to make a new wreath. Like I'm walking through the aisles and I can picture what I'm going to do with different items. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Okay. And now I got to get this and then I'm going to get that. Oh, and then I have this idea. It's, it's an excitement in me that honestly, I don't think I've seen since I was a kid. And that part makes me sad because, um, you know, um, I became a teenager and things in my home, you know, with my parents got kind of crazy. In high school, I found even then that I was so focused on getting people's approval, male approval and attention. (sighs) Daddy issues, I guess, right? And then then I went to college. You know, I was doing college thing and then I immediately after college started my career. And then I was in an 8 to 5 and doing all of that. And I I didn't take the time to really enjoy things and have things for me. So now that I'm doing this and I'm like, man, the fact that I haven't been this happy in at least 15 years is really fucking shitty. Um... The other thing about September, which is crazy, is it's the month in which I lost my older brother. So my older brother passed away September 30th, 2008. And um, life changed after that, you know, like why lie? It's It's never been the same. I'm not going to say, like, it's bad, but it's different. It's not the same when you grow up side by side with someone, and then one day they're gone. And you have to process your feelings in regards to loss, 
so you have you have to navigate through like the grieving process but you're also grieving a very specific person in your life right and one day you realize that just because life stopped for you in that moment doesn't mean that it stopped for everybody else it it kept going and you stayed stuck and you can't be anymore you have to move forward because life is still happening yeah it sucks and it's unfortunate that this happened to you but the world doesn't stop because you're hurting and explain that to a 13 year old because I was 13 when my brother passed it was hard I was a freshman in high school you know so you're still adjusting to what high school even is and how people are and what that looks like 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 I'm in a month into my freshman year you know and and then my brother passes away I uh, um I definitely was like frozen in time I kind of I was alive but not living I was just going through the days going through the motions getting through it but still um being like what what is going on how am I supposed to move forward like okay he's gone now but it's Friday and you have a math test (laughs) like (laughs) it sounds crazy but like it's hard it's hard to step out of that um I was I was 13 and then starting to question what life even was and what the meaning was and was any of it even fucking worth it? Like why the fuck does this shit matter? Like then then I was angry, right? Like these are these are the different stages of grief that people go through. You go through them in a different time span or in different orders, but then I I I was angry. And you know, people would be like laughing and doing shit that I felt was immature and in my head I'm like did your brother die like (laughs) oh man man and so anyway every year September is very hard for me very hard I become very irritable and oftentimes I don't know why like I don't immediately realize it it sounds crazy to say but I just don't it's like a subconscious thing and it like everything makes me snap everything makes me cry like I don't have the patience for things and then is something will happen I'll look at a calendar and like really realize that I'm in the month of September and I'll be like, that's why. I, that's why. Because I'm, I'm dealing with these feelings again. Every other day of the year, 
I can remember my brother in a positive light, right? Like, I can remember who he was and the funny things about him and what he meant to me. And it's it's all good, and I can smile. But in September, all of my memories are associated with the loss of him. So it's hard for it to be positive, because it's just like, yeah, I loved him so much, and he was so great, but he's gone. And that's hard. And then, then you start to remember, where was I when I found out? Fuck, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be crying this much, but, yeah, like, a lot of all the memories are around, like, this is what I was told, and this is what I was doing, And fuck if I would have known sooner. And why the fuck didn't I tell him I loved him the last time I saw him? Like, it's just stuff like that. Stuff that every other day I feel like I have worked through and processed, but I really haven't. It sucks. As much as I tell myself he knew that I loved him, I still dwell on the fact that I didn't say it. But surprisingly enough, like I said, every year since then, September has been rough. But surprisingly enough, this September really wasn't that crazy. Because I was finding... I was finding parts of myself that I thought had been lost forever. Like, I was convinced they just weren't there. And although I've had rough moments here and there, overall, this September has been more positive than others. Because I finally decided to take the time to think about me. And only me. Because it it might sound shitty, but I'm always going to matter more to me than someone else. Like, I have to put me first. Because no one else lives the life that I do. No one else walks in my shoes and has to go through my day-to-day. I do. If I don't put me first, I'm the only one that feels like crap. I'm the only one stressed. No one else. So before I give my time and my energy to other people, I have to invest it in me. And I finally did that. Which made it easier to deal with these feelings in regards to the loss of my brother. Made it easier to go through the day-to-day. Because I'm picking myself. I'm putting myself before anything else. And uh, I think that's the thing that I like. kind of want to conclude in the message that I want to give to people is like definitely put you first and don't feel guilty about it. You know, as cliche as it sounds, I'm sure we've all heard, you know, 
in a plane, if something happens and you're going down, they tell you to put on your mask before you help someone else. Because how can I help you if I haven't helped me? And it's definitely very fucking true. With with the job that I've been doing for the last three years, it's all about helping people and families and trying to, you know, improve people's situation. But I don't... I don't think in the last year that I was really giving it my all and doing as good as I could because I was suffering. Um, so yeah, so, so it's my time to go. I gotta, I gotta get out of there. I, I have to really find me and what makes me happy and what makes me feel good. And when that person told me today that you can't put a price on your peace then I knew what I was doing was right. It's like, fine, if what I'm going to do is not even what I got my degree in. Fine, if you don't even need a degree to do it, and if I'm taking a pay cut. I would rather be broke and happy than to be broke and miserable. And that sounds like I I mixed up the saying, right? But no, because... In the job that I'm currently doing now, I don't get paid enough for the amount of stress that I'm put under. So I would say I'm broke. I'm broke and not happy. I'd rather be broke and feel better. I'd rather be broke and happy. Like, if I gotta be anything, if I gotta go without money and feel like I'm underpaid... I'd much rather be less stressed and putting myself first. I have to. No one else, no one else is going to do it. Like, I'm sorry. The world, you know, in society is a shitty, cruel place. People aren't going to care that you were having a bad day. You're going to be expected to just pick it up and do what you got to do. So I'm tired of having bad days. I'm tired of having bad days. I'm tired of being angry. Gotta move on. Gotta move on. And this just kind of turned into like an emotional (laughs) rant about my life. But if you take anything from this episode, just like I said, take that you... You need to come first. You deserve to be happy and at peace. And who cares if what anybody else thinks of it? You gotta be happy with yourself. So, um, just take that with you. Um, and don't be scared to do something different because I think that's why I put up with what I've been putting up with for so long because I was also scared you're scared of the unknown but but you're never gonna know until you try and if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out but I have 
to try it and I have to know for myself. I can't continue being scared um, and allowing that fear to just dominate my life. So, again, like I said, if you take anything from this, do what you gotta do and, you know, I the rest will follow, you know, the rest will follow. <sighs> so, that's all I have for today. <laughs> it was like a, it was like um, a, a therapy session in a way, talking to no one yet everyone if anyone listens so uh thanks guys again i'm not making any any promises on a regular upload schedule (laughs) maybe i'll have more time once i've left this job maybe it'll get better who knows again not making any promises but i will i'll just say i will talk to you all next time